Hello there. I have news for you. Prison and Hospital Evangelism Ministry FM is starting a radio show on Kiss FM soon. Listen to what this program is about. Our vision is to reach out to the lost with the gospel of Christ through literatures, monthly medical family outreach, radio programs, intercessory prayers for nations, and the lost reconciling men to God. Our mission is to achieve the vision. We will build a network of Joel Chapter 2 to preachers, teachers, who will spread the message of salvation aggressively across cities and nations of the globe. Now, you don't want to miss out. Tune in every Friday at 7.30 p.m. for The Chronicles by FEM. Welcome. You are tuned onto Chronicles Radio Show on 99.9 Kiss FM Abuja. The Chronicles Radio is an arm of prison and hospital evangelism ministry which focuses on addictions and provides support for people in different kinds of addiction through biblical approach. My name is Wanchipu Nodim, convener of FEM. Let's dive into today's episode which I titled Renewing Your Mind in a Beat to Heart Lossful Addiction Pornography Series. Hey, child of God. This program is coming to you because God wants to see you get liberated from sexual addictions, pornography, and other sexual sexual sins through biblical perspective. Why not invite your friends, family, youth church teachers to tune in and be part of this move of God to liberate people in addiction? The children of Israel were consumed in the wilderness as a result of lust. Lust is the thing which exercises supremacy on our thoughts. The Bible recorded that the children of Israelites were hungry for meat that they lost it. Their mind was already engulfed with getting that meat and consuming it. We can recall how they kept pressing on Moses, their leader, requesting a change of diet, which is meat. God now sent quails from heaven. The Bible recorded that they ate quails, beds, and they died while eating it. We can find that in Exodus chapter 16, verse 1 to the end for more clarity. When Satan came to tempt Eve, he attacked the mind, or her mind rather, the mind before salvation, the Bible says it was corrupt in Titus 1 verse 15. The world was in control of our lives and mind. Would the son set free, he is free indeed. I believe you've heard that, um, that phrase in the Bible. This does not happen overnight. Salvation is in continuum while you are clearing that garbage. It is a continuous something and you must be deliberate doing it. According to God, marriage and sex are related, connected and exclusive. Sex as God intends, it is for one man and one woman in marriage with the overarching purpose of oneness. Subsequently, by definition, anything that contradicts God's intent is sinful. Thus, sinful acts include homosexuality, bestiality, fornication, adultery, prostitution, rape, sinful laws including pornography, prostitution, and pedophilia, incest, and the rest of them. And anything else invented next to try and escape the clear teachings of scripture. Tragically, when sin entered the world, human beings were separated from God and from one another. For example, in Genesis 3, we see our first parents hiding from God and one another in shame that includes confusion over their nakedness and sexuality. In the rest of Genesis, sexual sin of every sort and kind springs forth because when sin entered the world, everything was marred by sin, including sexuality. My point, rather, with all of these warnings from Scripture, is to implore you to take any sexual sins 
you may have as seriously as God does. Yes, now that we have pointed out our discussion of sexual sin in a Godward direction, we are prepared to speak of the specific issues of pornography and masturbation that enslave so many God's sons. God's children, a college student who also is a Christian once said in a conversation with another young Christian who frequently viewed pornography and told me that it was okay because he had examined the Bible thoroughly and never saw the word pornography. And I laughed. <laughs> but he confidently missed the mountain of verses in the scripture that, that speaks about lust. This is typical among men who, as Paul says, want to suppress the truth so they can keep on sinning sexually. Romans chapter 1 verse 18 to 24. Because of my time, I may not have time to read the text to, to us, but you can read up at your convenience. It was God who clothed our mother Eve after her sin, and it is Eve's daughters who undress themselves for the camera in violation of God's desire that the female bodies he formed be seen only in their full glory by their husbands. Defining pornography is terribly difficult as evidenced by the inability of our Supreme Court to clearly articulate exactly what it is. For the purpose of this message to everyone, I do include such things as porn movies, magazines, websites, online filters, sexual chat, trashy romance novels, phone sex with paid operators, explicit movies, lingerie catalogs, and even the swimsuits issues of sports magazine and many more mediums, the Gen Z has invented seriously. Bible is emphatically clear that God's men should abstain from certain sins that war against their souls. Number one, God's men should not commit adultery. Get that in Exodus 20 verse 14. Number two, God's men should not covet their neighbor's wife, even if her clothes leave little to the imagination. Exodus chapter 20 verse 17. Read it up. Number three, God's men should not participate with prostitutes who use their bodies as a commodity to be rented for a good time or a good photo selfies. Proverbs 23, verses 26-27, to 1 Corinthians chapter 6, from verse 15-16. to 16. Number four, God's men should not be polygamous because their father Adam and Jesus each had one bride. If we lay this side by side, Adam and Eve, Jesus and the church... However, throughout history, men have been prone to obey the letter of the law on this matters. Why violating the spirit? The spirit of the scriptures forbidding sinful sexual practices include the sin of the mind where men imbibe scandalous actions of Solomon. So Jesus wisely taught that sexual sins are committed not only in what we do but also in what we think. For example, in Matthew 5 from verse 27 to 28, he taught, You have heard that it was said, You shall not commit adultery. But I say to you that everyone who looks at a woman with lustful intent has already committed adultery with her in his heart. Also in Mark 7 verses 21 to 23, Jesus said, For from within, out of the heart of man come evil thoughts, sexual immorality, theft, murder, adultery, coveting, wickedness, deceit, sexuality, envy, slender, pride, foolishness. All these evil things come from within. Sexual sins are not out there in the media, strip club, or girl with low-rise jeans. Truly, the problem is in you. We'll take a break now. When we come back, 
we will continue with our discussion. Chronicles Radio Show. We'll be right back. If you're just joining us, you are still tuned on to 99.9 Kiss FM Abuja and you are listening to Chronicles Radio Show. In the scripture, however, Jesus is normal and the rest of us are abnormal sinners with indwelling sin. Our individual lives and the corresponding collective lives we call culture are simply the outward reflection of the inner condition of our hearts. The heart is the seat and center of our identities. The essence of our total inner selves that expresses itself outwardly in word and deed. This concept is central to the teachings of scripture. Practically, this all means that only you and God truly know your heart status or your state of heart. And rather than trying to obey legalistic rules, you must be honest about the loss in your heart and reduce those triggers that stimulate you. In Genesis 2 verse 22, it explains the creation of Eve. Eve says, And the rib the Lord had taken from the man he made into a woman brought her to the man. God made the earth and called it good. But even before sin entered the world, God said it was not good for the man to be alone. So, God made Eve to be with the man as a lover, helper and friend. Until that point, Adam had never seen a woman because one had not been formed by God's hands. All that Adam had seen to that point is his life where animals that would not look good in a wooden photo. Eve may or may not have been beautiful but to Adam, she was glorious because she was all he had ever known. Practically, he has no standard of beauty to compare his bride to. She was his only standard of beauty. In creation, we see this wise pattern that for every man, the standard of beauty is not to be objectified, but rather it should simply be his wife. This means that if a man has a tall, skinny, red-headed wife, then that is sexy for him. And if his neighbor has a short, curvy busty wife then that is sexy for him. Pornographic laws exist to elicit coveting and dissatisfaction that no woman can satisfy because she cannot be tall and short, endowed, busty, black or white, young or old, like so and so on. The Bible of Wisdom gives some wise counsel on having your wife as your standard of beauty. Read up Proverbs chapter 5 from verse 18 to 19. It says, let your fountain be blessed and rejoice in the wife of your youth. A lovely dear, a graceful doe, let her breast fill you at all times with delight, being intoxicated always in her love. If a man fills his mind with images of other women's breasts, he will never be satisfied with his wives, and thereby diminish her confidence and his marriage. Losting eyes may begin with a magazine, website, social media content or video and continue to view more stuffs until they become bored and then descend into strip clubs and so on and so forth. When eventually, you know, they end up in that crap, that is when sin unfolds and they are neck deep in it. If you get on it and don't repent, turn around and exit, exit, you will find the landscape getting darker, grosser, filthier and deadlier. You may even be one of the millions of men who murder their own children in the womb of their mother as yet another sinful fool proving yet again that sin leads to death. Proverbs 11, 22 says, Like a gold ring in a pig's snout is a beautiful woman without discretion. According to this truism, a woman with a hot body and no discretion regarding to whom she shows it 
is nothing more than a well-pasteurized animal. Hebrew 13 verse 4 says, Let marriage be held in honor among all, and let the marriage bed be undefiled, for God will judge the sexually immoral and adulterous. Men who believe they can look at a naked woman without those images being embedded in their minds and haunting them in the marriage bed are fools. Further, since the sins of the fathers are often visited on their children, if you are a daddy, the next time you are tempted, ask yourself if you want your sons to be that guy and your daughters to be that wife and you should experience an erection correction. 1 Corinthians 7 4 says, For the wife does not have authority over her own body, but the husband does. Likewise, the husband does not have authority over his own body, but the wife does. A married man does not own his body, but rather he is a steward of his body that belongs to his bride and his God. Every single man, likewise, is merely a steward of his body for his God and eventually for his bride. Consequently, a man has no right to use his eyes to view pornographic laws because they are not his eyes. Right? And if he plans on touching himself sexually, he should discuss it with his wife first, since it is, after all, her body he is looking after. 1 Timothy 3.2 says, Therefore, an overseer, a bishop, a pastor, must be above reproach. The husband of one's wife, literally, one woman, one man. Since Hebrews 13.7 instructs that God's men should follow the example of their leaders. The normative pattern of the church is men whose eyes and desires are directed solely to their brides. Lastly, 1 Timothy 5 from verse 1 to 2 says, Do not rebuke an older man, but encourage him as you would a father, younger men as brothers, older women as mothers, younger women as sisters, in all purity. Men who view pornographic lusts or pornographic contents lost invariably, and they see women as objects with parts and are incapable or being friendly and intimate with attractive young women because they cannot view such women in a non-sexual manner. If God's men did view women as sisters, they would see the naked girls they lost after as beautiful sisters in need of dignity and grieve as if their little sister suddenly became a stripper. To this end, if you are in addiction of pornography, masturbating, you are not alone. You are invited to join our Telegram support group by simply texting SUPPORT to 080-350-79550 and a counselor will be dedicated to you. This program is made possibly or made possible rather by friends and partners of the ministry. If you would like to sponsor this program to reach more people across cities and nations of the world, feel free to contact the convener on plus two three four. God bless you real good and I look forward to another great episode. Thank you for tuning to Chronicle Radio Show on 99.9 Kiss FM Abuja. Mm-hmm.